love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. So, Miss <laughs> First Lady, aka Tia, who I'm not allowed to say their name. Um, no, I ain't saying it. <laughs> so, like, so we have a couple of things you want to talk about, right? And I think um, this conversation is going to go wherever it's going to go. Um, but I think that the first thing we want to talk about is an amazing episode of Insecure. Um, in in what's what has been an extremely um, down season, in my opinion, at least um yeah. it like the fact that they had um like one of the most like open and vulnerable conversations that you'll ever see in black tv um it like really resonated with me in a way that i wasn't expecting because like i said i've been down for the most part this season um and that conversation two of them that lawrence and and isa had was just like this is what this is what I would like to see on TV more. Like we get the messy shit. We get the funny shit. We get the sex, all that. But they built up such a rapport with each other up until this point, that conversation felt earned and it felt real and it felt vulnerable. And having both of them admit where they were and her talking about why she cheated and him talking about why he just wasn't happy. And like look on his face and her face when she said, there were times where I just would drive around and I didn't want to come home. Like that shit is real. And that's not what we don't talk about as much. Like we get these depictions in TV and everything, like these perfect relationships. And like, there are times that you have to make it through that shit. And most relationships don't make it through it. So like, I know you said, like you tweeted, you cried uh, during it and everything. Like what, what, did, what were you, what was your opinion and, and your uh, take on that conversation? And how it went down? I loved it. It was, like the most realest moment and to me it, it's something that you kind of like most people want with their their the love that they are no mm. longer with like that closure like I feel like even if as good as that, that episode was I feel like even if they didn't like sleep together and get back like completely on one accord the fact that they had that initial conversation about why and the closure would have been I would have been happy with just that too mm -hmm. like it was such a good conversation and like I said I cried and I watched it three times <laughs> <laughs> like it was that good I watched it three times and it kind of reminded me of like my one of my old relationships like mm -hmm. you know you break up with somebody you've been with for with forever and then months or years later you try it again and you you hope the person has the growth that you've seen in uh -huh. that episode and you're disappointed when they don't and when they do it's even more reason to like see where it goes again like that's how people end up going back to their exes they they have those good conversations and they work shit out and i just i loved it every second of it yeah and i think it was important too because it came from a place like you know like some people in real life like they want to check in on the exes to see if they're doing better than them right and it wasn't yeah. that at all like you never got like once she walked in and fell down that cut all any and all tension out 
and, <laughs> and, and that real was a popcorn. hard fall. Yeah, yeah, but it, it wasn't like they were trying to check in to see if they were doing better than the other. They wanted to see the other one doing yeah. bad. It was a, a genuine. I miss, I miss them, right? And um, you saw it on like Lawrence's, like the couple couple of episodes ago when he was actually on, and he like was going through Snapchat, and he like he he saw something on uh, that Issa posted or whatever, and he liked it or commented on. I can't remember which one it was. Um, that he just missed her, and I think like going through what he went through with Gondola or whatever her name is, the one who Gondola. looks like cousin, she looks like cousin Skeeter. Um, but um, like I think after like going through that and and his relationship with Issa coming up, he realized like you know what that door isn't closed all the way and i don't know if like like he set out to try to rekindle if it was just going out for closure so that's kind of the next thing i want to talk to you about like what do you think about closure in relationships do you think it's necessary do you think you can kind of find your own closure within yourself or do you think you need to have that conversation with the other party for real closure Ooh, i i don't think there's a definite answer for that i think it depends like um i don't know i think it depends okay. i don't think there's a blanket answer yeah. I think it just it depends on what you guys have been through, how long you've been together, like what the issues might have been. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you knew that it wasn't your fault necessarily, then I, I think sometimes that's all the closure that one person may need. Okay. But if y'all break up and you don't really know like why, I think when people don't know the why, they want closure. Mm-hmm. If you can figure out the why, I don't think you need it. That's an interesting take. Yeah. And I, I th- I, I've like my thoughts on this have been out there for like years. And I think at least for me, um, when I think about closure, like the reason why it's never been a big thing to me is because I think I look at I look at the relationship like if it failed, it's because it either wasn't serving me or I wasn't serving that person. And something that we don't like we don't like to admit sometimes is maybe that person just outgrew me. And that's not a negative thing. Right. Um, you know, and because of that, it's like, because, yeah, it definitely hurts to think like that you weren't good for that person or maybe where they're going isn't where you meant to, where you were meant to be as well but like the way i look at that i've always looked at relationships is like if it ends it's for the betterment of me regardless if it was because of something i did because of something they did so like i've never really been a big person who's personally needed closure but like i can understand it i can understand people who were like like until i have this conversation or until i get to this certain point I, it's hard for me to get over or not have resentment over the relationship ended and it being hard to move into the next one because in the back of your mind you're thinking well if i don't know why this previous relationship ended how can i expect the next one not to end for the same reason i'd be stuck i'd be left stuck not knowing um with that too so i i can understand it's just not nothing it's never any been anything that i've personally needed but i can understand why people need it but you made a good point because i think that's why lawrence reached out he's like um, you know, it didn't quite work with Condola. And even he mm-hmm. said, like, I want to know why, like, would we have still been together? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was just like the best episode ever. I even might say it was the best episode in the whole series. Like, <laughs> I, I cannot like, remember really... another episode that equates to that one. I think with me, like with Insecure, like I look at like the story as like the seat, the, each season as the whole story. And I forget what happened in what specific episode. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to go back and like rewatch. No, but this is definitely one of the best. It was definitely, I think, the deepest one um, yes. um, because of just the conversation that happened. Um, have you ever had to have that conversation with somebody? Um, have I had to? Or have you or have you had one? I've had it. Okay. 
But I don't think it was for my understanding. I did it for their understanding. Okay. Because I felt like they didn't think that, that they did anything on their end. And I mm-hmm. had to make sure they knew <laughs> what it was. <laughs> like it was definitely X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why this didn't work. Um, but yeah, I've had that conversation. But I'm also like you. Like I feel like I'm so in tune with myself that I don't necessarily have to seek answers out from somebody else when it yeah. comes to something like that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm just and not to say that like people have heard me say that before and be like, oh, you must be one of the people who just move on and don't give a fuck. I mean, to a degree, yes, but at the same time, it's like it's not about that other person for me. It's about me. Like, what did I take? If I if I if I'm I'm always one who I look at what I can learn from my actions, whoever's actions or whatever else. So like I I can I find that in myself. You feel me? I find that closure mm-hmm. in myself. Um, but you know, I mean, everyone, everyone's, everyone's different, different strokes for different folks. So I, I can understand it from all sides, but you know, the people who like, for me, like the people who just absolutely require, like, like, I mean, not even say closure, but the people who are like, I need to, we need to sleep together one more time. Like, that's the shit I really don't under, I don't understand because it's like, like for what? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, you know what it's like, like. What? you've had it hopefully like hundreds of times. Like it once one more, it's one more time really going to make that much of a difference for you. You feel me? That's weird. I don't people, understand that. People are weird, man. People are strange creatures. That's what I've learned in my 33 years uh, spins around this uh, this wonderful place we call Earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything left with it, though? Anything, uh, anything else in your mind? Well, I've been, you know, they didn't really show this week what was going to happen next week like they normally yeah. do. Did you catch that? They showed a little and bit so, of it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch it. Yeah. And I, I told you, I've seen it three times. So I'm like, what is next week going to be? About? Next next week, it's it? supposed to be Molly and Issa meeting in a restaurant. So I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be another pretty deep one um, about their friendship and everything. And that's what it's supposed to be next week. Well, what I'm I'm hoping, because we saw in this episode that Condola kept calling and texting Lauren. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping she seemed a little more pressed than she usually is. I you got a ghost cousin Skeeter. Like, you just got to let co- cousin Skeeter do her thing. But I'm, I pray to God it's not nothing messy like she's pregnant or I do not want Condola to fuck up this this Lawrence Easter <laughs> reunion. I really don't. It will really hurt me to my heart that they get back together or they don't get back together because she's pregnant and Lawrence wants to be you know, want to step up and do the right thing and be with Condola. Like I just like, oh. That would just hurt me. I hope they don't go that route. You crazy. But you know, that's the that's the storyline going around. Like mm-hmm. everybody's saying, I hope she's not pregnant. What do you what do you what do you, let me ask you this? Um, because as as you know, I joke with you all the time and say you're gonna be single all the fucking time, right? Um <laughs> yes. but my thing is with this, like so in in that episode, Lawrence admitted that he think he's he's better. He wanted to be a leader, but he realized he's better at someone who's uh, who's he's someone who's better at executing other people's ideas, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think like that do, to him to you does that make him a beta male instead of an alpha male and then and then b do you think you you would you be happy you know i mess with you all the time about how you need a strong person would you be happy with somebody I who do. who who's happy in that beta male position one i don't consider that beta male everybody's okay. not meant to be a leader in certain lanes like okay. just because he doesn't want to be a leader in the workplace doesn't mean he can't be a leader of the household 
Okay. Like those are two totally separate lanes. So I would not consider him a beta male for that. Um, I think Lawrence has stepped his game up so much to the point where he's doing better than Issa. That's financially, true. Yeah. You know, considering the shoes on the other foot. Um, could I be with somebody like that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. As long as you can leave this house, I don't really care about <laughs> making as long money. As, as, long as, they, as long as they make the money, you don't care how they make it is what you're saying. No, I care. But when it comes to whether you're like the manager or the leader or the head yeah. at work versus just help and be on the team, like I don't care. That that part doesn't affect me. Anyway. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Right. What does that have to do with me being single forever? Because <laughs> you just, you, you listen, you going to see you already know what it means. I ain't even finna go and explain that. Cause you like you a you cutthroat. You a fool nigga out here. Like you, you're cutthroat too. But we're not talking about me though. We're not talking about me. Responses on them questions be having me rolling. I mean, what do you expect? Like people be coming left. Like, like, like the whole. The, what was the, what was the last one that I went really ham on the Jordan one? Um, where it was like, oh, can nobody? do anything for you like i do for you motherfucker you can't even do your own eyebrows like what yeah come on man <laughs> come on man like how oh, dare you disrespect funny. me like that that's all i can say is like how dare you disrespect me like that this is this is my life this is my life i've gotten better though like when i first when i first started doing those uh responses to those questions i was giving it to him I, I think i lost like 100 followers i don't see i don't see no change <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm more, I'm more jovial about it now. I'm more jovial about it now. Like, like, yeah, I, I say my little stuff, but I do it in a in a jokingly manner. Like when I first started, it was just motherfucker. How dare you? How dare you come and ask that question? <laughs> I love when you do those. You should do them every day. I can't. That'd be the highlight of my week. I can't do them every day only because every time I do it, I lose at least five followers because it's somebody in there who thought that they were going to make their come up. And it's like, (laughs) I I have a product to push. I can't like, I can't keep roasting everybody, but I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be, be able to push no product. If I do that all the time, you trying to get my, uh, my, uh, subscribers down and I can't do that. That's how I make my money. (laughs) (laughs) but all right anything before we get before we get into the more wild (laughs) shit like anything left on insecure that you got before we go no we just have two episodes left i would love to see yes with the exception of like sundays yeah the whole season really i could have did without um, I feel like they just threw a season together just because they knew people were waiting on it as opposed yeah. to like really putting some effort into it. Yeah. Um, but I really would like to see by the last episode at least them talking about getting back together. Like, don't Why does everybody want them to get back hidden. together? Don't let it just be a, a clear conversation and a sex thing. Like, let it, let's get them back. Because you can see the love, you can feel it. It never left. They were just they were just in a tough spot. You know, people, when it's meant to be, they always come back. And I need them to no. come back. No. No. I can't find the right sound effect. But no, I don't want to see them together at all. Why? Like, this is this is my thing. Like, um, I, I'm not, the, I, I don't feel like they're good for each other. I think like now, because they had that time to miss each other and they had a great conversation, that it's like, I don't think they can sustain a relationship. And here's why. Um. Both of them are selfish as shit when you think about it. When you really think, sit down and think about it, 
if you look at the way their relationships is going, they've both been selfish as shit. That's gonna come back. Like I, I, I just I'm not the biggest one on. I don't like Ethan think or. so. I uh. think I don't think they were selfish. I think I think that Lawrence initially. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think Lawrence initially did not take accountability. Did Issa fuck up? Yes, but she tried to apologize and make up for it. Like she felt sincerely bad about it. And I don't think I don't think Lawrence just. He didn't assume responsibility for his part. Like, you were a bum for the last few years of our relationship. We did not have sex. You did not want to talk to me. Like, what the fuck? Maybe because she was trash. In a sense, but she was not trash. She supported him when he was not working. She made sure shit kept going. That doesn't mean that she was trash. Trash. She wanted to be wanted. You heard her trash. say they wasn't having sex. Like, take, look, you're big trash. on accountability. He needs to take accountability for his part. I mean, he and did though. He did now. Like yeah, he did. Now. But I, I still don't like. No, I'm, I'm over it. I mean, I'm sure that's what that's the route is gonna go. I, you know what? I, I guarantee, and this has been my thing, that next season is gonna be the last season of Insecure. Why would they do that? Because look, all right, this is this. The reason why this season seems rushed is that they had a film. They had to write it and film it in between Issa doing two movies. Her movie career is taking off more and more. There's gonna be another year and a half to two years between this season and the next one. They might as well just announce it. Maybe two more seasons, but they're going to go ahead and announce, look, this is the end of the run. And they're going to have this like they're, they're going to get a, su- a super huge amount of like new viewers and people supporting it or whatever. But I, it's it's at the end of its run. I think as Issa's movie career takes over and she's starting to actually produce movies too, like Insecure is, is going to be less and less of a of a of a focus for her. And then we're going to keep getting seasons like this if they keep getting getting going on where we get like two good episodes all season. Don't say that. All the good shows go away. Don't say that. I need them to keep it going. Because what is this? This season five? Oh shit! I don't. I think. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you and if you look at it, like all of our shows are lasting five seasons now. Power five seasons. Empire five seasons. Like everything is 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 five seasons is like that that number, um, and then it goes away. That sucks because all the good black shows go away i mean we got new ones popping up like anatomy Grey's anatomy has been just trash i hate that show but this is the last season isn't this the last season of that i think it is but jesus give a black show that long of a run but i mean it that technically is a black because you know the uh shonda rhimes does that show so i mean the same person yeah but i mean like the characters per se like they don't have an all black cast like some of these other shows and i would like to see all black cast last longer seasons We'll see. We'll see. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong and I too. Hope they get back together. Well, I just hope I hope the season gets better. <laughs> like as long as the season's good. Like if it keeps being this, then nah. Um, but all right. So like we we would be like remiss if we didn't talk about it. So I think we have to, right? The what's going on in the world? I've talked about. It. I've had my rant. Earlier. I've had my <laughs> rant on it. But like, what's what's because you luckily don't have to like worry about children and stuff in this. You don't have to ha- worry about having that conversation of explaining this to your kids. But that doesn't mean that it's any less um, wearing on your mind. So like where what's been your safe place? What's been your outlet? Like what's been your feeling seeing all this on TV, everything going on? Well, to be honest, there's various reasons why I don't have and want kids. And this is one of them. Mm. Um, I cannot fathom being a parent and having a son specifically and having to go through this like mm-hmm. i don't know what i would do i would probably try to find and kill the officer myself like 
I don't know what I would do. I don't understand. I, I can't. How do y'all as parents process it? Like, are you scared every time your kids go outside and you're not around them? Like, there's just so many variables as to why I'm I'm just glad right now that I don't have any kids. I, I just couldn't do it. Um, as far as my outlet, I try to take breaks. Like, mm-hmm. part of me doesn't want to consistently see it on TV, social media, but at the same time, we have a habit of a cop killing somebody, we being mad for like a month, and then it goes away. Then it comes back and we get mad again and it goes away. So then the other part of me is like, well, shit, maybe we need to keep seeing it every day. Maybe they need to keep protesting every day. Like maybe they need to make this a consistent everyday thing so that we don't forget about it mm-hmm. until it happens again. Um, but as far as trying to like clear my mind, I, I shut off social media. I call and talk about other shit with friends. Like today I went on a drive for like an hour and just blasted my music and didn't think about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, at this point, I just want us to come up with solutions like marching and protests and all that shit is cool. But after that, then what? Like rules still have to change. The laws still have to change. Like, what are we going to do about that part of it? Yeah. So I feel it. Then they have this group. Um, I think I added it to it. The blackout 2020. So Mm -hmm. on July 7th, everybody's not going to spend any money. We tried that a few years ago too. That didn't go over, you know, the best. <laughs> um, I think it needs to be more consistent than one day. I think maybe we need to do a whole week or a whole month of not spending no money with anybody besides black owned businesses unless you absolutely have to. Um, but I definitely think hitting hitting pockets is easy, you know, a good route to go. Mm-hmm. Um, since we do make up most of these businesses' revenues. Um, I don't know, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. There's so many different variables, but it's a lot. Then I saw today that the family did their own autopsy. Yeah. So the state's autopsy, of course, we all knew was wrong. <laughs> so it's like, how how dare the state think that they were going to get away with saying that it was not asphyxia and it wasn't the pressure that killed him? He had previous health conditions. Like what? Yeah. That's insane. That's I mean, just I said- as crazy as you. Us watching him die and you telling us that he, the officer, is not guilty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I talked about that on the show, too. It's like, um, I said the fix is in. And that's what they're trying to do. They're, they were laying the groundwork so that the even though they charged a police officer with murder, that when they went to trial, they could say, oh, well, this is, this is what actually killed him. Like, they knew that they were going to get a separate examiner. All they've done now is giving them, once it's time for trial, quote unquote, reason for reasonable doubt, because now they're going to have two different examiners saying two different things. So it's going to they're going to hope that it cancel each other out. I just hope that people see through the bullshit because that's all it is. And it's it's so funny that like they can they they're so blatant with that shit that they thought that that was going to slide. Like how how this is on. It'd be different if it wasn't on video. Right. This is on video. We see this man basically lose his life. And for you to try to say it wasn't because of the knee being on the... Like, come on now, man. But you know why? You know why they they did it blatantly? Because they've gotten away with it on video so many other times. So they didn't think that this time was going to be any fucking different. And I honestly think, first of all, I'm surprised as fuck out of, the, out of Minneapolis. Like, who would have thought they would have been the ones to set shit off like i thought when it happened to the guy out in baltimore baltimore was gonna shut shit down baltimore ain't got nothing on minneapolis okay not a goddamn thing 
Um, but yes, it just it happens so many other times on camera, and the states and the DAs and whoever get away with whatever the verdict is, that you know they figured was one more, was <laughs> one more lie, was one more cover up. But this, the generation up under us, I think they're going to be the ones to change shit because they are the ones out on the front lines. They are the ones fighting with the police to get a change. And I think I think they got the right generation this time, for sure. Well, yeah, and I think, too, like... They about that life. <laughs> the, the generation under us, like, I, I always say that we're the first generation that started learning the importance of mental health, right? Because our mm-hmm. our grandmothers and our mothers, like, it was so, pray, pray it away, right? Pray on it. It's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now that not only does the generation under us is starting to realize the importance of mental health, that's also strengthening them mentally to realize there's certain shit we just don't have to deal with, right? Um, mm-hmm. so, so they're reaping the benefits of of that importance of mental health, of the importance of getting to know yourself, of vulnerability. Like they're starting to learn all of that. Whereas we had to learn it. They're starting off at a much better place of already knowing the importance of that. And so now they can build off on top of that by saying, we're not going to stand for the shit. Like we're not going to stand for the same shit that, that people have been standing for since Rodney King. Like think about that. Rodney King was probably the first one on video camera of shit that happened to him, right. Of getting beat by the police. That was still what 50 years ago at this point, 40, 50 years Not ago. Not that long though. So, like, it's just going to get worse. Like, people, people now walk like having a camera in your pocket is the bare minimum of shit people do, right? On top of that, like you can live stream now. So if you try to do something to the one who's actually videotaping you, people are they have also have witnesses. So that the whole thing of like being under the shroud of police can just get away with everything. It's 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 going away because now the court of public opinion is going to tear you down if nothing else does because we see the shit that you do. Yeah, but that's not enough. Like public opinion is not enough. People want actual justice. People want these cops to rot or die in jail as opposed to just getting a few years. I was saying yeah. earlier on my live, like they gave Michael Vick longer time for fighting cr- fucking dogs. Yeah, and I didn't know they that. They give some of these cops for, for killing people. Yeah. Like, that's insane. These white people love their fucking animals over minority human beings. Like, it's it's completely insane to me. Yeah. Completely insane. Yeah. And I said it on, on like, I compared it to that, uh, that documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. Like, these motherfuckers saw a cat get killed online. And the FBI, because, you know, they found out he murdered people, but they did a whole investigation to where they, like, triangulated the gas station in the background to find out what city he was in. But yet, when black people were murdered on cameras, just like, Oh, it doesn't. This it's not as common as people say it is. Like, really, really, a cat, a cat is more important than the life of a black man. Yeah, and a dog. And, and I love animals. Don't get me wrong. I I love animals <laughs> like nothing else. But you know, if you shoot my dog versus me seeing you shoot, uh, even if it like anybody, like n- no, come on now, man. But I think the time for like turning the other cheek is over. I think. Yeah. At some point, you gotta you gotta give people what they give you, and all of us need to get gun licenses. All of us need to um, put insurance policies on the men and people in our family. Because I was watching TikTok. People hate TikTok because they're racist, um, and there mm-hmm. are some things on there. But they also teach you a lot. So I was watching TikTok, and this white lady who's an ally of ours, she was like, you know. If y'all start putting these high-ass insurance policies on the people in y'all family and these insurance companies got to pay y'all out, that's another way to get them to start changing shit. They're not going to want to pay out 
200, $500,000, a million dollar policies to African-American men specifically, like that was a great idea. And I think more black families should get on that train. Um, a lot of white families do that. And that's how they keep wealth in their family. They get these high insurance policies on people when they die, they sit no money. Brilliant idea. Yeah. Definitely need to hop on that. I mean, but then that's just they love these animals. Yeah. It's insane to me. We definitely need to see start treating them like they treat us. And not all of them are bad. Not all white people, not all cops. My dad was a cop and retired as a police officer in DC. So I was never scared of cops, but I also understood that all cops were not good. And I don't understand how some of these people are getting pulled out of their fucking cars. Like my dad always taught me, you don't roll your window all the way down, even for a police officer. You roll it, crack it down just enough so that you can stick your stuff out of it and they can give it back. The fact that these cops are unlocking people's doors and pulling them out of the car, like that's insane to me. How does it even get that far? Why is your window down all the way? Why is your door not locked? (laughs) I told you what happened to me when I uh, was driving to New York, right? Did I tell you that? No. All right, so when I when I was uh, when I went to New York for Afros and audio, um, it was like I think it was in New Jersey because I was like an hour outside of New York. Um, a cop pulled me over and um, was like, "What are you doing out here?" Because it was like eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, "I'm on my way to New York. I have a show tomorrow." He was like, "So you're a rapper?" Keep in mind, I had just left work, so I was still in my shirt and tie. He was. I was like, "No, I'm I'm a I'm a a speaker. I'm speaking at an event." He had me get out the car, and then as soon as he saw like the shirt and tie, and I noticed the a tattoo he had, I said, "Oh, you served in the in the in the fifty first Airborne." My dad was in the fifty fourth Airborne. He was like, "Oh, really? Your dad served?" I was like, "Yeah." And he works for the NSA now. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna let you go without a warning." If it wasn't for that, I fully believe that I would have probably been like getting a ticket or arrested that night. So it's I'm like it's, it's exactly like I said, I, I said I had. A, this is what I'm saying, and um. It was just like wow, like wow. That's that's really like what it took. Like it took for me, it took for me to to mention my dad being in the military and then both ser- serving in the same unit, probably different times because he was young, he looked younger than my pops. But um, for him to be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you can go ahead and go. We need to learn our rights. Like, I definitely don't think it's okay for a cop to just pull you over randomly and tell you to get out of the car. Like, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. I'm definitely not doing that. If anything, I will call my lawyer and have them on the phone while this whole process, but I'm not about to just get out of my car because you say so. Yeah. And again, yeah. my dad was a cop for 30-something years. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Not not at all. Like that. So we got a few people watching. Um, we were talking about insecurity. We talked about closure, the importance of closures in relationships. So anyone who's watching, if they want to chime in on, do you think closure is important in relationships? Do you guys require closure? Do you think that conversation is good while T is light? See, this is why you need to stop recording in the car. Because like you had your, your whole little thing showing and now people can't see it. That's why the viewers went down. Like, see, there you go. We gotta, come on now. We're trying to sell this, man. You got to get that shit going. Listen, this is for private time, not public. <laughs> well, apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, can we tell who's watching? Like, I can't see. The yeah, TV yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's weird because it's not popping up. I, sh- I should be able to. Mm, it's not coming up right. But uh, we had Santa say absolutely um, that it is like. So why, why, why not? Um, like, I, and I just to kind of piggyback, and you can re-say yours too. Like, I personally say. That well, it, it's different. Like, I guess closure is important, but like I find that within myself, some people need that outwardly conversation. Um, 
is very cute in the relationship. See, I mean, and like I said, I can understand why people feel that way. It's just it hasn't been important for me because I find I find it in myself. Like I don't need that conversation right. with that other person. I, I they can go and disappear off the face of the earth, but because I think I don't know if that's because I have a good ability to like review my own actions. Like I can get closer. I can yeah, see I where I went wrong. Yeah. Um, so like it's it's I've 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 just never had that thing in my mind where I'm like I gotta go have a conversation with this person so we can close things so I can have closure on something unresolved because I really don't give a fuck like at the end of the day like I can I can figure out or take a look at what I think went wrong from me from the other person and I can try to move forward on it. Um, I mean I'm the same way, but that was a process for me because mm-hmm. at one point I was I was always trying to figure out why. The other person was doing or saying what they were doing and why they felt the way they felt as opposed mm-hmm. to just sitting in my own shit and figuring my own shit out. Yeah. Once I got to the point where I was stopped caring about trying to figure out their thought process, it made it a lot easier for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, at the end of the day, like, I feel like that other person can only give you so much. At the end of the day, it's what it's you're still left with your perception on what happened. If you can honestly review and say, even though this action wasn't my fault, this is where I could have went wrong with it. Even if it's speaking up more for yourself, if it's if it's noticing it earlier and not dealing with it going forward, I really feel like you can get that within yourself sometimes. Um, I got a comment I'm going to read. So this one's from Antoinette. It says, in a romantic relationship, I don't think it's needed. When things fall apart, you already know. The things you constantly argued about and talked about are what ended things. I think self-reflection brings closure, but you as a person have to be emotionally mature enough to get it yourself. I agree. I love that. Yep. Emotional I love that. Emotion. And yeah. the thing is, is like, and I don't, I, I used to like look at people and I still ran about like people who lack emotional intelligence very often. But I think like you, everyone go, has to go through that journey differently. Right. And the, and the, almost the only way that you can gain emotional intelligence is by you fucking up. You seeing other people fuck up and going through some mm-hmm. shit. So like, unfortunately, and this is why I have that, that view that I have, like if you, if, if ultimately we're supposed to end up with our one person, if, if that's what people, that's what people believe in. You have to realize that most relationships are destined to fail. But the thing that keeps it from being a failure is you is what you learn from it, how you take what went wrong and what went right and build yourself up as a better person. That's why I say there's really no failure in it. But I just mean like that, like just by statistics, most relationships are destined to end. You're just supposed to learn from what you're supposed to learn from it and then keep it moving and try to become a better person going forward. Because most people are, are seasonal anyway. Yeah. Not everyone is meant for all. Season. And I think that's like we when we started this off, I said it like earlier on, like it, it it's I think it's a pride thing because people don't like to admit that you you weren't good enough for that person. That person wasn't good enough. Some people don't even like saying that somebody else wasn't good enough for them or they just weren't meant to go along that ride with you. And that's not a negative thing. Like yeah. we look at these. We look at everything that ends is like a bad thing. And it maybe ends because you you didn't go down with it like how about you look at it that way so many people get caught up in staying in relationships just to say that they stuck it out like people are so we've been we've been married eight years but seven and a half out of those eight years you've been unhappy as shit so what the fuck are you really proud about like (laughs) you held on to her for what this like so you you didn't add it no more to your body count but you unhappy as shit okay like that's off to you for that like that's stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously like it, it. It like it's so many like, and you know like people people will will sit there and be like I say like pride for oh, well I can't I've been in this three years I I can't let it go I have to make it work why you unhappy as shit 
What are you doing? But you know what? That's a process to get through, too. Like, most women, you hear a lot of women say, well, I've been with such and such all these years, and I'd be damned if I put in all this work just for him to go and treat the next woman right. And I've said plenty of times before, like, with one of my old situations, when it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I think I am seriously meant to be in this man's life to teach him to be better for the next woman. Not mm-hmm. me, because it's, it's not me. That's when I found comfort in being okay with letting it go. Mm-hmm. But you got to get there. Like, everybody doesn't get there. Like, so many people are so selfish that they can't see past their own agenda. Like, sometimes yeah. you are in somebody else's life to help them further along. It really has nothing to do with you. You're helping them out. Yeah. Again, seasons. Yeah. I mean, and, and we and we start gaining attachments to people like we have ownership over them, right? Like, in mm-hmm. so many different levels, like people are like, well, my man can't have, my girl can't have friends like this. If her friends are are not in a relationship, my girl can't hang. Like, well, who the fuck are you? Like, really? Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I think, and, and we get so caught up in identifying ourselves through the relationship that we don't stop and think, motherfucker, I had these friends before you came along. If you can't deal with it, then you're not the motherfucker for me. Like, people are so quick. Like, people should enhance your situation. You shouldn't have to change. Like, the, the saying I always use is you shouldn't have to dim your light to make somebody else feel like they're shining. Like, they should shine yep. as bright with you or right alongside of you, or they should make you yep. shine brighter than what you did, but you shouldn't have to take steps back. Everyone in everybody's life is a system of people who love them, who care about them, who help feed into them. So what do you look like coming into somebody who's happy? Because most people hopefully would be happy before you come along. You coming in somebody who's already happy, already set up and say, oh, well, now because I'm your person, you can't have this friend. You can't go do this anymore. Like I'm, some some things should naturally stop. Like if you're somebody who goes out to the strip right. club every all weekends, like that should naturally stop once you get in a relationship somewhere, unless you guys are going together. But I mean, like changing things That's about people that. to where you're like, <laughs> oh, like, no, you need to stay at home now. Why? So we can look at each other like we need time to miss each other. If all I'm doing yes. is looking at you is working and looking at you. Guess what? I'm going to start resenting the shit out of you. I'm going to look at you and be like, yeah. be like, look, I, you were cute three years ago. But now since all you've seen <laughs> you mad regular. Like I, I don't know. Like you were cute three years ago. You were cute three years ago, but but now because you're all I see, you're regular to me now. Like it's just like I don't know. People people feel like they have to like hold on to these things. Like like people are gonna let it go. And the thing is, is that if you have to hold it tight for it to stay still, then it was never yours anyway, right? Yeah, but to bring it on back, that's why that conversation with Issa and Lawrence was. So <laughs> you keep going back to that. You keep going back to it was a great conversation though. Like I like real talk. Like it it was one of the best conversations I've seen on. Uh, We got some more comments I'm going to read. So one uh, going back. This is a few minutes ago. Is if a relationship ends without anything being said, it leaves unwanted emotions left to linger. Some people cannot leave things unsaid. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like if if the relationship suddenly ended Mm. and you as the partner feel like everything was going good and your partner just disappeared like ghosted you. Mm-hmm. then that's understandable to want closure. Like, you want to know yeah. what went wrong. But if you're one of those couples where you know y'all argue all the time, like, you know y'all got the same issue over and over and it's repetitive, I don't feel like you need to have that. But, you know, to each his own, everybody, everything is subjective when it comes to that. It's all based on how you as an individual feel. So whatever yeah. works for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Another one that we got, if you have to change... If I have to change you, I don't need you and you don't need me. That's deep. That's that's on point. 
I agree with that to a certain extent. I feel like if you are in a relationship with somebody, y'all supposed to change, but for the better. Yeah. Grow. So See, that's the thing. You're supposed to grow of... together. Yeah. 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 But for the for the for the, for the worst, then yeah, no. <laughs> people like it's 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 so interesting, man. Like the way that people look at like relationships and shit. Like, um, it's just it's just, like. you see so many people like they go through these different relationships all the time right like they bounce from relationship to relationship to relationship Mm -hmm. like they're trying to feel something and they don't slow down to feel it within themselves and that's something that i think since you know this started with a conversation about insecure is that it started with like they both did like they they both took have had time now to to not try to identify themselves through someone else right they've had they've had times now to identify and find their own passions um, another question is that we got, what about friendships? Do you think when those end closures needed, I have a, I have it LOL. If you're my friend, you like, a, you're like a sister to me that cuts, cuts deeper than a significant other, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I think I think the same, same thing applies. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. it like every, every, like people go through seasons. Like you said, pe- everyone is not meant for all seasons of your life. It's just not that doesn't mean that they're not going to come back. It doesn't mean that it also that it has to be drama now that you guys hate each other. But it just means that they may be going through something that in that season of, of life you weren't prepared to deal with. So it, they naturally remove themselves for your life from your life or, or vice versa. You may be going through something that they aren't equipped to deal with or it would have it that they would have because they love you so much. It would have taken them off the journey they were meant to be on because they love you that much. And. Sometimes you guys just have to separate, right? You you have to go your own way, but not not because you guys hate each other now because the love isn't still there, but because what you guys are going through, you have to go through alone and apart. Alone. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Agree, hundred percent. We gotta do this more often. This was dope. We gotta do this more often. We always say that and we never do it. Well, it, we both be bit. Well, it's more me than you. I'll honestly you say it. it's more me. Than, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to build an empire here. I'm just like, I'm working. Like, this is what I do, like, full time. You know how much work goes into an episode of The Awakening? So, like, people hear it and they're like, oh, that was a four, like a 45, 50 minute episode. But it's like, I edit video, I edit audio, I have to pull clips, I got to make songs. Like, all the all the music on this week's episode of The Awakening Soul, I made that shit, like, from the ground up. So, it's like, um, okay. like, except except this is america obviously but um everything other than that so it's like that i'm not i'm not your normal creative like i don't just drop and plug and go like i build these whole like audio scenarios and and stuff like like the if you notice so here's a peek behind my mind and you see how my mind works we we opened the show this week with all the speeches and everything but the first like other than that was martin luther king so we opened with peace the the outro was a sample of a malcolm x speech we're ready for war so the whole process, if you listen from the Awakened Soul from start to finish, is moving from a place of peace to a place of we're tired of this shit. So like that's how I that's how yeah. I craft episodes. <laughs> I don't I don't just do like the normal stuff that people do. Like it's it's a whole process, and I think about everything on such an intricate level that it's like I'm emotionally drained after an episode of the Awakened Soul because I've like completely processed everything from start to finish. Dedication. Hey. And you you don't get to the top being regular. And one thing I was not put on this earth for was to be basic. That's not one like I'm I wasn't put on this on this planet to to do anything less than touch people. And so I joke, Amen. I talk my shit. Um, I make I make a lot of like a silly comments and everything, but it's all fun. But but within that is the the content and the content that I deliver 
I know nobody else can touch because like I put such a a, a level of of me into the into every episode of the Awakening. So like the Breaks Radio, Love Less and Better. So those are my outlets. Those are more fun. So I am more laid back on that. But the the Awakening Soul specifically, when you listen to the Awakening Soul, it's not a podcast. It's an audio experience, is what I say, and that's why, like, and most people, like, people who watch that, who who are now watching this, go back and listen. Like I said, we open on peace with Martin Luther King, we end on being ready for war with Malcolm X, and that whole journey from start to finish is like a beautiful thing. And only two people have really picked up on it so far that messaged me about it. And I'm like, see, you get it, you really listen, you you pick up on that little shit. And I know most of them, most people won't pick up on, but you know, that's that's just there. That's me. Yeah, I have to go listen to all of that. I didn't listen to the whole thing. See, got you. Got to take the whole thing. But I listen to all your stuff. So you know. I know you do. Well, you're on most of it, it so is it is own. what it is. You, you happy? <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh, okay, we got one more, uh, and then we'll end it on this one. Um, I believe in a relationship, structural change is necessary, but in that, you shouldn't have to change the dynamics of who you are. In friendships, closure is, ne- is only needed if that friend added to your life and subtracted or what, or was a distraction in your life. This is subjective to what happened to, to end the friendship because genuine friends never leave. I, I understand most of that. I, I think I think friendship can still be genuine and they still like they like I, I my best friend of 14 years now. Um, there was a period in our lives that we didn't talk for two years and it wasn't because there was any drama. There wasn't any beef. There wasn't any less love. But what he was like, what I was going through emotionally, because I like it definitely would have dragged him down and he was working through his own shit. But um, but every time when we saw each other or talked two years later, we picked right back up where we left off. So like there there was a period where we had to leave each other. But that's my nigga. Like that's my brother. He already uh, we we cannot talk for five years. Like we can we cannot talk again for, until twenty twenty five. But if he calls me, it's like Cordero because he calls me by my full name. I need you in St. Louis tomorrow. I'm like all right, I'm I'm there. Like no question. So you know, hmm, there's only do I have any of those? Maybe one. Okay, I think. And that's and that's the thing that it gets into. Like, I think soul soulmates aren't always romantic. Like, people so quick say soulmates. Like, I really yeah. think like you have platonic soulmates. Like me and my and Amaya and my daughter are. It's more than just a father daughter relationship. That is my soulmate. Like, part of my soul is in that girl and vice versa. Um, and I think like some of your friends are soulmates, and because you're connected by a soul, like time and shit is relative. Like those two years that passed by didn't even feel like two years because like we're connected. Like you're, you're my, you're my brother. Like, and we it just so happens we have the same last name, but that is mine. You can't tell me no difference. That is my blood. And uh, we don't have to like, and that's just like me. I, I don't feel like I have to, my, my closeness to somebody is determined by how often we talk. I cannot talk to you for six months and it doesn't mean that we're any less close. Shit. I might not have shit to talk about. And I, I don't do surface level conversation. <laughs> You don't do any fucking conversation, okay? <laughs> Business only. <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. Who would you when you needed some advice on business? Did I did I not be like, all right, I'm gonna call you? Business only. <laughs> That's because my like I'm so militant when it comes to personal shit. My thing, like I will, I would my question, the question I always ask for somebody um says stuff, and this my mom instilled this in me is did it affect your money, your way of living, or how you provide for your family? 
If it's not, then it's not that big of a deal. You deal with it the best way you can. Like I just, it's just stuff isn't that big of a deal to me. So like I, I, I struggle when people are, are like, it's the end of the world. And I ask them what's going on. And they're like, Oh, well, I'm trying to decide if I, if I need to get the Lexus or the Acura. And I'm like, <laughs> look, call me. I'm the crisis. Nigga. You feel me? I'm the break the glass in case of emergency. Nigga. I'm not the everyday nigga. Like I can't, I can't have those you surface level that. conversations. Like I, I, cause I'm gonna look at you, and be like, <laughs> which one got four four wheels? Oh, they all do. <laughs> okay, like it's just <laughs> like I'm just I'm just not a surface level dude. Like it's oh, it's hard it's hard for me to have an uh, overabundance of surface level conversations because it's like and it sucks because I know that's how people like make their connections day to day. But for me, it's just like. Look, man, you calling me because you like your favorite Starbucks closed down. Like, all I can do is tell you there's another one probably in five miles. Like, what we what we need to have a five minute conversation about Starbucks for, bro? And that's why I asked you what I asked you last week when I called you. And I was like, how do you how do you do that? Like, without talking to people, like, how does that work? Man, listen, <laughs> motherfuckers be like, look, I'm I'm shopping for furniture. OK, let me see it. Oh, you ain't got no pictures of it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Ain't shit happen. Like I ain't got nothing to talk about. I have Horrible. nothing to talk about. <laughs> I'm just, and, and, and I mean, and that's why. And but the, the thing that I look at it like this is like the people who are close to me. They know when it when it really comes time. When it when it's the shits against the wall. I'm the motherfucker you come to. But when you when you want to have talk about like Avengers movies and shit, like I can I can do a little bit of that. But you got like ten minutes, bro. We know you're the one to come to, but we still have to call you, and then you text back, like, what's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna act like that doesn't happen. Absolutely. I, I and I sit here and I look at the phone, <laughs> and I wait. I wait till it stops ringing, and so I'll be like, like the ads, like, what's up? <laughs> is everything good? Is everything good? Now, if you say no, then I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna pick up the phone. But if, if if you be like, oh yeah, I was calling you because um, you know, um my girl kicked me out last week and you know, I'm back in the house though, but you know, I was like, oh, what you they want me to do? Vent, damn it. Let them vent. See, I'm see, my thing is like, and I hate long-winded people too. Like when you get super long-winded about something that really should take five minutes, I'm I swear to God, I'm sitting here looking, not you. When I say you, I don't mean you specifically. <laughs> I mean like random people. Like it's it's I I, I sit here and I'm like. Fam, you had a hard day at work. That's all you had to say. Like, I I, I didn't need nothing else other than that. Damn. I didn't need nothing else other than that. You're horrible. <laughs> you are horrible. <sighs> That's crazy. But, you know, whatever works, whatever works. I just hope you find a good balance. Tequila. That's all. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, All right. Lord. All right. We're we're done. We're done. That was a good conversation. I, anyone who's just tuning in, we've just been talking shit for the last few minutes about my inability to talk on the phone. But you know, the, and the, but the thing here's the thing though. This is the automatic thing. If I have ever in my life randomly called you, I love you on a level you can never you can never comprehend. Like if like if if there's just been a just a random thing where I'm like I call and then you pick up the phone. I'm like, oh yeah, the, what's going on? How's your day going? I love you on a level you can never comprehend because that's not shit I do. I don't even do this shit to my mom. But how often does that happen? Exactly. Probably like twice a year. <laughs> Probably like twice. Twice a year? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, my God. We
we have to we have some things to discuss. I'm just saying that is horrible. I'm just saying, like it's so it's so funny too because like people like um BJ from Change the Subject who I'm really close with, like he's one of the people I do like I text, I'd be like mental health check-in or whatnot. I called him one day. This dude was he's a truck driver. He pulled over on the side of the road and stopped because he was like, You called me? I knew something had to happen. Like, I thought called. you were in the hospital. He was like, I like he was like, What something. he was like, he's like, You just calling to talk? I was like, Yeah, he was like, Bro, man, I didn't pull it over the truck. I didn't thought you like you stranded <laughs> somewhere. That's how you know it's bad. That's how you know it's really, really bad. So that should be your insight. So all I'm, and all I'm picturing in my mind is this dude driving this 18-wheeler who randomly pulled over on the side of the highway. And I feel bad because I'm like. That's why you should pick up the phone more often too. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Send me a smoke signal. Send me a smoke signal. Uh, like, I prefer that. Oh like, I'll look. Just, just text me. Be like, hey, look in the south. Smoke signal. I got you. I got you. Like. I'm literally gonna text you smoke signal and you better call my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the code. That's the code. I remember when I first started calling you, you would answer and you'd be like, You good? Everything all right? Who I gotta fight? Who I gotta beat up? And I'm like, No, I'm just because this is what people me. usually call me for. Why like, if people call that? me, that's usually what it's for. <laughs> yeah, I had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> like, I'm like, that, that's that's why I say, I'm to like. I'm, good? <laughs> I'm the break break glass in case of emergency, nigga. Like when people call me, it's usually either because there's a crisis, they need some help with podcasting, uh, they 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 worried about getting jumped. Like there's something like that going on. Like I'm I'm not the person to call if you just want normal conversation. Like I'm just I'm, that's just not me. Like I can't the whatever whatever thing in in people's brain that makes them just want to randomly talk. I don't have that that tick in my brain. Like it just, it, I wasn't born with it. Clearly. I just wasn't born with it. Um, <laughs> but all right, I know we've been saying we're gonna finish for like the last ten minutes. Give them your social media so they can find you and let's get the fuck up out of here. Hit me up at Tia, the First Lady, <laughs> on Facebook and the First Lady D A F I R S T underscore L A D I on Instagram. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. I am the Red Bearded Assassin. This has been a live stream. We're going to do this probably. We're going to try to do this more often. I make. I'm not going to set the date because we probably won't miss it because of my schedule. So next week I'll be in my office and not in my car. <laughs> we'll see about that. I'll have a whole office. <laughs> <laughs> we out this mug. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for all the questions. We go. Peace. Got a lot on my mind, I'm thinking I'm needing a break To play up the club today, man Can I get a minute, cause it's space, man You been in my head, playing games, man Give me way to control it Got me feeling like I can't breathe I can't even hang with the homie Ain't no reason not to trust me I'm your lady, not a slave You my nigga, not my master, I'll escape Thinking who can I run to Got me looking for a new dude With a chill vibe, who a nice time Who can lay back, who don't pick fights Who ain't insecure Yeah why you gotta be so insecure, yeah When I did all I could do But you be wanting more And why you can't get above my back And I can take a lot of shit But I won't take that been a long time, maybe home, I've been away Work got me in and out of state, don't know what you're doing 
wanna watch her doing You got niggas in your face, I never let you go to waste You're my treasure, baby, not my trash Thirsty's about to make a nigga pass Why I treat you like a trophy? Control freak, I tell you that's better than no free Find someone better, you can go free Stop tripping, girl, you know me I'm your homie, don't cut it off We done said it all and we done it all I want it all for myself Sorry if I'm coming off insecure When I did all that